Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for June 29th, 2021. Glad that you are with me. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. You created the day and the night, O God. You set the sun and the moon in their places. You set the limits of the earth. You made summer and winter. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Merciful God, we give thanks that through the gift of our baptism, you offer the forgiveness of sin and wash us clean from all evil. By the power of your Holy Spirit, renew our lives and make us worthy to enter into your eternal sanctuary. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalms 54 and 146, 1 Samuel 11, 1 through 15, Acts 8, 1b through 13, and Luke 22, 63 through 71. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 54 Save me, O God, by your name, and vindicate me by your might. Hear my prayer, O God, give ear to the words of my mouth. For the insolent have risen against me, the ruthless seek my life. They do not set God before them. Selah. But surely God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. God will repay my enemies for their evil. In your faithfulness, put an end to them. With a free will offering, I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for it is good. For God has delivered me from every trouble, and my eye has looked in triumph on my enemies. Psalm 146 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God all my life long. Do not put your trust in princes, in mortals in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day their plans perish. Happy are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. God upholds the orphan and the widow, but the way of the wicked God brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. From 1 Samuel chapter 11, verses 1 through 15. About a month later, Nahash the Ammonite went up and besieged Jabesh Gilead. And all the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, Make a treaty with us, and we will serve you. But Nahash the Ammonite said to them, On this condition I will make a treaty with you, namely that I gouge out everyone's right eye, and thus put disgrace upon all Israel. The elders of Jabesh said to him, Give us seven days' respite, that we may send messengers throughout 
all the territory of Israel, then if there is no one to save us, we will give ourselves up to you. When the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul, they reported the matter in the hearing of the people, and all the people wept aloud. Now Saul was coming from the field behind the oxen, and Saul said, What is the matter with the people, that they are weeping? So they told him the message from the inhabitants of Jebesh. And the Spirit of God came upon Saul in power. Then he heard these words, and his anger was greatly kindled. He took a yoke of oxen and cut them in pieces and set them throughout all the territory of Israel by messengers, saying, Whoever does not come out after Saul and Samuel, so shall it be done to his oxen. Then the dread of the Lord fell upon the people, and they came out as one. When he mustered them at Bezek, those from Israel were 300,000, and those from Judah 70,000. They said to the messengers who had come, Thus shall you say to the inhabitants of Jebesh-Gilead, Tomorrow by the time the sun is hot you shall have deliverance. When the messengers came and told the inhabitants of Jebesh, they rejoiced. So the inhabitants of Jebesh said, Tomorrow we will give ourselves up to you, and you may do to us whatever seems good to you. The next day Saul put the people in the three companies. At the morning watch they came into the camp and cut down the Ammonites until the heat of the day, and those who survived were scattered so that no two of them were left together. The people said to Samuel, Who is it that said, Shall Saul rule over us? Give them to us so that we may put them to death. But Saul said, No one shall be put to death this day, for today the Lord has brought deliverance to Israel. Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal, and there renew the kingship. So all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made King Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. There they sacrificed offerings of well-being before the Lord, and there Saul and all the Israelites rejoiced greatly. Acts chapter 8, verses 1b through 13. That day a severe persecution again uh, began against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. Devout men buried Stephen and made loud lamentation over him, but Saul was ravaging the church by entering house after house, dragging off both men and women. He committed them to prison. Now those who were scattered went from place to place proclaiming the word, Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. The crowds, with one accord, listened eagerly to what was said by Philip, hearing and seeing the signs that he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud shrieks, came out of many who were possessed, and many others who were paralyzed or lame were cured. So there was great joy in that city. Now a certain man named Simeon had previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he was someone great. All of them, from the least to the greatest, listened to him eagerly, saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And they listened eagerly to him because for a long time he had amazed them with his magic. But when they believed Philip, who was proclaiming the good news about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed. After being baptized, he stayed constantly with Philip and was amazed when he saw the signs and great miracles that took place. And from Luke chapter 22, verses 63 through 71. 
Then the men who were holding Jesus began to mock him and beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking him, Prophesy, who is it that struck you? They kept heaping many other insults on him. When day came, the assembly of the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, gathered together and they brought him to their council. They said, If you are the Messiah, tell us. He replied, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I question you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. All of them asked, Are you then the Son of God? He said to them, You say that I am. Then they said, we, What further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, some great readings today. We have a continuation of the the tale of Saul. Remember, Saul has been anointed as king. He has been crowned king, though there are some worthless fellows who say, you know, why does he get to be a king? But this is his first test of leadership. There is this bad guy, Nahash the Ammonite, who is has been already abusing and, and besieging Jebash Gilead, a city, and he is threatening that he's going to gouge out the right eye of everyone in the city. And they say, give us a little bit of time. Let's see if we can get some help from our brothers. So he's like, yeah, sure, fine, no problem. I'm, I'm a strong man. I can do this. So they send a message to Gibeah where Saul is, and Saul sees this. And we see sort of Saul's passion. Uh, he's a little bit on the, the quick-tempered uh, side. And we will see that later as well. But in this way, it actually works out because what he does is he takes the um, the animals that brought this message, cuts them up, sends sends pieces of these oxen all over the land of Israel and Judah, and says, "Anyone who does not show up for the army to go and save our our kin here in Jibish Gilead, I'm going to go and personally cut up all your oxen." And lo and behold, a whole bunch of people show up. And there's this huge army. They go and attack Jibesh Gilead. They can, or not Jibesh Gilead, the Ammonite army. They completely destroy them and they save the people of Jibesh Gilead. And everybody's excited. They're ecstatic. Look, Saul is now our king, right? Hey, where are those people who said that Saul shouldn't be a king? We should go find him and kill him. And Saul says, no, 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 no. We've, we've done enough killing today. Settle down. Just, I'll be your king and, and we'll go on from here. So, um, interesting story and uh, kind of an image, an idea of he, kind of the potential that he has here. Then we have in Acts. So, the persecution of the church begins. This is immediately after the stoning of Stephen. And Saul, that young man who they put the coats down at his feet, who agreed with the stoning of Stephen, he is sort of the, the head and the, the, the tip of the spear for this persecution. And he's going around and getting people arrested, not only men who are legally sort of bound to their actions, but even women who, it's a little bit more of a gray area in the first century, 
he doesn't care. He's having them arrested and they're also being tried. Um, the implication here is his hope is that more of the people of the way, more of the people who believe that Jesus is the Messiah will also be stoned to death just like Stephen. This drives everyone out. So suddenly this becomes a movement not just sort of cloistered in Jerusalem, but it spread all over the place. The apostles stay in Jerusalem, but everyone else spreads out. And we don't have stories about what happens to everyone else, but we do have a story about what happens to um, Philip. Uh, Philip, you may remember, was one of the people who was chosen to be a deacon, along with Stephen, to sort of oversee the, the feeding of the widows. Well, he goes to Samaria. Why is that significant? Because Samaria were people who were not ethnically Jewish, but were kind of religiously Jewish. They were hated by the Jewish people um, because they were different, but not quite different enough. Um, the Samaritans, the, historically, they come from the Assyrian exile uh, the Assyrians came in, took all the people of Israel, the northern country, away and put other people there. Those people show up. They're from all over the, the Assyrian Empire, and they start to worship the local god, this Yahweh character, um, and they start to, to try to worship, and they're trying to do the things that they're supposed to for this local god. Um, well, the Jewish people didn't like that very much. Um, and first it was this sort of uneasy truce. There was some back and forth, uh, argument about who had the correct worship place. Is it supposed to be in Jerusalem? Is it here at, um, Dan or Gibeah that, uh, the Kings of Israel had set up. And by the time we get to the first century, there is great hatred and enmity between them. But Philip comes on in and says, I'm going to teach you about the gospel and, and preaches and teaches and casts out demons. Everyone is blown away. So this gospel is being spread not only throughout the, the Jewish population, but now it's sort of crossing those cultural barriers. Why? Because the church is being driven out by this persecution. Really interesting, right? Um, while he is there, there's this a uh, magician who thinks he's a great guy, Simon, um, who had practiced magic and was, you know, everybody thought he was really cool. He sees this power that Philip has through the Holy Spirit, and he he wants something with it. He he wants to have something to do with it. And so he's there. He follows uh, Philip, just uh, sticks by him, also becomes a believer, also is baptized, but also just really sticking close to Philip. And we'll see what happens with that. And then in Luke, we have Jesus beaten by soldiers. This is very much rooted in um, the understanding that Jesus is a prophet and a misunderstanding of what that means, right? Oh, you're a seer. You know the future. You know everything. So if I hit you and you don't have a, or you can't see me because of uh, a blindfold, if you're a real prophet, you should be able to tell me who, who hit you. Um, the those in the assembly, the, um, this would be that Sanhedrin, uh, they say, are you the Messiah? Tell us. And he says, it doesn't matter if I tell you, because if I tell you, you're not going to believe me because I'm saying it. And if I ask you a question, you're not going to answer me. So what's the point? I say, well, are you the son of God? Are you this? Um, 
Yeah, are, the, are you the son of God? And he said, you say that I am. And they say, oh, blasphemy. He said that he's the son of God. Um, you know, it's one of those technically he didn't, but they have already decided exactly what they're going to think about him and that they're going to put him to death. And so we're just continuing on in this sort of kangaroo court, this, um, this mockery of an actual trial. So that's, those are our readings for today. Let's go ahead and join together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we will live this day in joy and praise. We rejoice in your generous goodness, O God, and celebrate your lavish gifts to us this day, for you have shown your love in giving Jesus Christ for the salvation of the world. Especially we thank you for the faith, life, and worship of the church. The sky above us and the water around us. People who have helped us this day. Occasions for our work to help others. Surprises that have blessed us. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? We thank God that David, a friend of Jan N's, is recovering from triple bypass surgery. We praise God that Jimmy is also recovering, though not quite as well as it seemed at the time, but that Beverly is recovering very well from her cataract surgery. And that Anthony, Lynn's father, is home and continuing to recover from a perforated intestine. Gracious God, we know you are close to all in need, and by our prayers for others, we come closer to you. We are bold to claim for others your promise of new life in Jesus Christ as we claim them for ourselves. Especially we pray for the Roman Catholic Church. the victims of violence or warfare. Those who are hungry or thirsty. Those who share what they have with others. the healing of those who are sick. People of God, for what else do we pray? 
we pray for the family and friends of Ben Hudnall, a co-worker and teammate of Dennis's. We continue to pray for Kathy, a friend of Jan Ann's, who was hospitalized with a severely broken leg. For Sally, a friend of Sandy's, who is diagnosed with cancer. For Jimmy, who is having a rougher time at recovery. And for all those who are on our hearts and our minds. Great God, you are one God, and you bring together what is scattered and mend what is broken. Unite us with the scattered peoples of the earth that we may be one family of your children. Bind up all our wounds and heal us in spirit that we may be renewed as disciples of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Now let us continue to pray using the words that Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now may the God of peace sanctify us entirely and make our spirits and souls and bodies be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Thank you so much for joining me today for daily prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video, share it with someone else, click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as going to our website, johncalvinchurch.org. Our liturgy today came from the Book of Common Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA 2018 edition, and our readings came from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, the Daily Lectionary Readings. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very blessed day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.